It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad. Early in the second period, the Jets lead the Maple Leafs three-one. Ehlers his nineteenth, Connor his twentieth, Shifley his seventeenth, scoring for the Jets. Galchenyuk opened the scoring for Toronto, his third of the season. Late in the first period, Chicago with a 1-0 lead in Detroit. Only three shots on goal for the Hawks. Duncan Keith with his goal tonight. Uh, That is his third of the season. Penguins and Flyers scoreless early in the second. Also early in the second, Florida up 1-0 on Tampa Bay. Hurricanes lead the Predators. Two zip. Svechnikov has his 11th. After the first, Capitals and Sabres in a 1-1 tie. Sam Reinhardt, his 15th for Buffalo. Rangers lead the Devils 3-0. 15 minutes to go in the second period there. And they just dropped the puck in Boston on the second period. How about this? The Bruins leading the Islanders 2-0 and out shooting the Islanders 23-7. 23-7, the shots in the first period in favor of Boston. Just checking the box score here. Uh, Taylor Hall playing four minutes and 20 seconds. couple of shots on goal for him. Blue Jays getting set to go at it against the Kansas City Royals. The Oil Kings dropped the puck in about an hour in Lethbridge. Oil Kings cruising along with a record of 12-1. and Lethbridge coming in at 6-6-2. and All right, the Edmonton Oilers will not play tomorrow in Vancouver, so instead of uh, traveling this afternoon and getting ready for tomorrow's game, they stay in town. They will practice tomorrow morning at 11 at Rogers Place and then fly to Winnipeg at 4, so that game remains on the schedule. Now, the NHL put out a brief statement this afternoon. The NHL announcing that the Vancouver Canucks return to gameplay is being delayed from Friday, April 16th. The decision to extend the period prior to the team's resumption of play was made to provide club staff and players with additional time for recovery and preparation following its recent COVID outbreak. The NHL made the decision with input from the league's NHLPAs and the club's medical groups. The NHL adding that additional changes to the North schedule uh, are expected, uh, are, well, are being made, and it's expected that a revised schedule bo- will be released by tomorrow. So I by tomorrow, I guess possibly tonight, uh, I would more expect it tomorrow. But that's what's going on. Now, we're, you've probably also seen Pierre Lebrun for one, and we're going to have John Shannon on the show later on to dive into this as well. But Pierre Lebrun reporting that the Leafs-Canucks game on Saturday is going to be postponed, and that'll be played on Sunday instead. So the Canucks will uh, practice tomorrow, practice Saturday, and play Sunday as opposed to practicing today, a practice that was closed to the media, and then playing tomorrow and Saturday. So that has uh, additional fallout for the Oilers as well because it is expected that one of the schedule changes will be that Saturday's game in Winnipeg will now start at 5 p.m. Mountain Time instead of 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, Again, we await confirmation from the NHL, but that's information I got today is that so there is the 5 o'clock game on Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday 
the Oilers-Jets game will be moved into that slot, and then there won't be a late game, the one that starts at 8 o'clock Mountain and uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time. And then we see, and then we wait and see. I don't know if this is going to be a massive revision of the schedule with a lot of things being jimmied around. I, I don't know if they're just going to move more games to the end of the regular season schedule. They've already extended it further than they wanted to. Uh, I, I imagine some things will be revamped. So, uh, again, we're we're in a bit of a strange situ- situation here with the Oilers' schedule. They're going to play Saturday in Winnipeg. I know it's going to be on 6.30, Ched. I think it's going to be a face-off show at 3.30 and the game at 5, but it hasn't been officially announced then, so currently it's a, it's a 6.30 face-off show with the game at 8. But we should know certainly by showtime tomorrow. So that's some of the bullet points for, for what's happening here. I, I can tell you this, Darren Dreger from uh, TSN posted this on Twitter probably, oh, I don't know, maybe around 4.30 this afternoon. He said the variant strain has impacted the Canucks differently and more severely than the previous COVID cases around the league. Players are still sick. Concern for some, they may not be able to return this season. NHL scheduling and rescheduling is recognizing day-by-day issues. So that's from Darren Dreger about the situation with the Canucks. So the uh, because these uh, they're, they're hit with a variant, a lot of players are still sick. We had the JT Miller comments on the show last night about him basically saying, look, we're, he, I, he basically said, I don't think we should be playing. I don't think we're healthy enough to play. I don't think we're going to be ready to play. And so that's, I think, a big reason why the Canucks return to play has been delayed and that the Oilers are not playing them tomorrow. This is an interesting one. And I, and I really want to hear from you tonight. I'm already getting some text messages come in and, and I want to get to those seven, eight, zero, four, nine, six, zero, zero, six, three is how you text. Also how you call the certainty hotline, certainty professional grade building materials. You know, there, there, what part of me is thinking, okay, the NHL knew there might be problems. We all knew there might be problems, but the NHL knew there might be problems. That's why they put in a taxi squad. So players would have ready access to more players in case there were, there were guys knocked out by even on the COVID protocol. Um, it's not a perfect situation. So part of me thinks, look, you got to get back and play. I, I mean, you just, you, you have to get back and play. We, we know it's not perfect. We know that, it's a strange year. We know that one team might feel like they're at a bit of a disadvantage or, or not be feeling great, but that's the cards that they've been dealt for this season. And they, they are going ahead with it. I, but I, you know, seeing Darren Dreger's tweet that some players are perhaps ill enough that they might not be able to play at all this season. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess they're, they're proceeding with caution. It's uh, it, it's an interesting topic. It, it affects the Oilers again. They were obviously affected in Montreal where they had a game postponed about uh, uh, well, they had a game postponed by an hour that one day. And then the next time they were in Montreal, you know, we were getting ready to go and about 45 minutes before puck drop that that game was called off. And then all three games in Montreal were postponed. They still have to make up a couple of those. Connor McDavid spoke after Oilers practice this morning. This was before he knew that the games were going to be postponed, and he talked about JT Miller's and the Canucks' concerns. Uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think in a month, in a regular season, in a busy month, he might play 15, 16 games. So, um, you know, throwing three more in there is obviously a lot to ask. But 
Um, these are, are, are different times. Um, the games need to get played. Obviously, we want the, 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 the health and safety as the first priority. So I think you got to um, make sure that's taken care of first. And then, um, you know, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm not really sure how to answer your question. I think that's a lot of games and not a ton of nights um, with travel across the country. So, you know, they're definitely behind the eight ball. But I think it's maybe a good opportunity for for them to rally together or, uh, um, you know, kind of get through it all together. So um, that's the only way you can. A little bit there from Connor McDavid, who was also asked about the Oilers being affected by so many postponed games this year. Well, I mean, it's tough to to really feel bad for ourselves. I mean, there's there's people, um, you know, that aren't even allowed to go into work and, and aren't allowed to go to school and, and do all the things that they would normally do. So, you know, we're obviously very fortunate to, to be able to come into work and, and to uh, to get to, to live a fairly normal life, you know. So I think it would be hard for us to sit here and 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 complain about, you know, some scheduling issues and stuff like that. So, um, you know, everyone's trying to be flexible. Everyone's trying to take care of each other. I think, uh, you know, just in in our case, all the guys, all the guys' families, um, you know, have done a phenomenal job of of keeping COVID out. I think it takes a full group effort to do that. It it takes a, a lot of sacrifice. You know, there's there's lots of people sitting at home, uh, you know, watching games and 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 counting on us to to keep them some t- somewhat entertained. So you know, that's uh, that's something that uh, we 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 feel responsible for and and uh, and love to do it. So, um, like I said, it's it's uh, it's tough to complain about uh, a couple of scheduling issues. Okay. There we go. That is a little bit from Connor McDavid. I want to get to your feedback. Uh, again, I have some texts rolling in. I'll pick out some of those. 780-496-0063. Phone lines are open. You know, how are you feeling? It's interesting already seeing the messages people are writing in. We got people on, on opposite ends of the spectrum, and that's fine. I'm happy to hear from everybody. Uh, I, I think there can be uh, a healthy and, uh, you know, certainly spirited debate about it. I realize not everybody's going to agree. And, and this kind of is a touchy issue because it stretches beyond hockey and obviously touches on uh, health and, and safety and a lot of the things that we're going Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Going through in society these days. So we'll get to your feedback. Phone lines are open too. It's Inside Sports on Chat. Daniel from Calgary sending a message. He says, any game the Vancouver Canucks cannot play should be counted as a forfeit and the two points awarded to the other team. This is getting a little ridiculous with the Oilers being shafted every time a team in the North has a COVID outbreak. This is the second time the Oilers have been forced to to wait at least a week between games, even though they are still practicing. And I'll get to more of your messages as we move along tonight. But we do have goalie doc 
calling in, who I always appreciate hearing from because he's not a uh, passionate Oilers, not only a passionate Oilers fan, but also a physician. The doc part is indeed accurate. Goalie doc, what's on your mind? Hi, just uh, calling in about uh, just the recent comments and about uh, cancellation of the game and that I thought uh, Connor uh, McDavid's comments were really good. I, it seems like he's uh, getting better about speaking to the media. His thoughts were well thought out. Um, the thing with that is uh, the safety issue is really important. Um, I think what I was concerned about, you know, from my as a physician, I was concerned that you don't know what shape that the, the uh, Vancouver Canucks are, um, and even the infectivity still, we don't know with the variant stuff like that, how long, even though the patients, the, sorry, the uh, Canucks are supposedly ready to play, uh, there could still be a level of infectivity if they're not, if they're not careful. The other thing is, is that I can understand what uh, JT was saying because, uh, you know, after you have a viral infection, not just with COVID, you're, you can be really, really wiped. That can, what we call post-viral fatigue, and it can occur after influenza, after mono, a number of different things. And so some of those guys could be suffering from that. And so they're no one, they're, you know, if it's me and me and you, and we're trying to carry on, we can maybe get through the day. But if you're supposed to play at a high level, I can understand that too. So um, as a fan, I'm kind of, I, you know, I'm, I would have liked to see them play, but I think it's actually the best thing that they did. I think it will probably keep the Oilers safer uh, because they're uh, a little bit before they'll ever play the Vancouver Canucks again. But those are some of the things that are important there, and I can understand uh, that those players can be pretty wiped in Vancouver, and and they're not going to be able to play their best. So that's my comment. Okay. Appreciate it, Goalie Doc. Always happy when you call in 780496 0063 Cowtown Bob has texted the show. He says, I uh, want to express my appreciation to the NHL and the players for entertaining us during this difficult time. While I sympathize with the Canucks that they can't ice a competitive team, I believe they should play if they have enough healthy players. And Cowtown Bob also says, I'd expect the Oilers to rest 97 and 29 in games that won't be competitive. Well, I don't think they'd take him out of the lineup to do the other team a favor. Maybe if they got ahead, they would, they would play uh, a little bit less. Uh, this texture says this is insane. So many injuries with the basketball players and their scary schedules. The same thing can happen to hockey players. Another individual says, I take Darren Dreger's comments with a grain of salt. When Connor had that crazy flu a couple of years ago and was out, the league didn't shut down. The Canucks got to figure it out like everyone else. So I don't know if there's a direct correlation between McDavid being ill a couple of years ago and uh, what has hit the Canucks because I think he was the only Oiler that got uh, ill with that. Uh, who else do we have here? Tom has written in. He says, I'm a huge Oilers fan, but at this point, I'd sooner see everyone get vaccinated than see the Oilers win the cup. I'm having trouble enjoying the hockey season with so many rescheduled games. That is from Tom. I heard that from a couple of other people today who just who just said that they're, they're losing interest in, in the NHL with uh, rescheduled games and and uh, players getting sick and other things to worry about in their lives. Ian says, why is one team getting an exception? Too bad if the Canucks aren't good enough to win. They aren't good enough to win even when they're healthy. The rest of the North Division is paying for them getting sick. That is some pretty blunt talk there from Ian. We have Mark on the line as well. Mark, go ahead. Yeah, Reed. Uh, you know, I, I commented on Bob's show, but I, I wanted to comment again on yours, uh, actually in person. 
the thing that I find a little bit distressing about it is, okay, they're, they're, they're in essence suffering from COVID. It's been three weeks or whatever it's been, and they're in the recovery process. Well, they're no longer infectious. So I can understand that they're under the weather. And I believe it was Louis DeBrus that was talking about this. The reality is, if they're not ready to go, if they're not ready to go on the ice, then they don't play. I mean, there's no real, there's no real uh, concern about that unless, of course, the team is so bad that they quite literally can't even, you know, feel the club. I mean, I don't know what the minimum players you need to uh, play an NHL game are, but I know over the years Calgary has been uh, over the cap on several occasions where they where they can't dress enough players. So I don't know what the league minimum is. But, you know, I, at some point you have to say, like, they're not infectious with COVID. So at some point you have to say to yourself, well, when are you ready to play? Like, like for example, Toronto on Saturday. Well, <laughs> they're not able to play Edmonton. Uh, how in the hell are they going to be able to play Toronto a day later? I well, mean, as you, what, you may have heard, Mark, it, it's, you know, Pierre Lebrun and others have reported that game is going to be moved back as well to Sunday, but it's well, still... I, oh, yeah, to Sunday, because, yeah. you know, that makes all the difference in the world, so... No, I know, I, I hear you. I mean, I find the whole thing a little bit ridiculous. Again, either you're able to play or you're not. If you're injured and you can't play, you don't play. I mean, we all know back in the day that, yeah, you know, they, they'd play. You know, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has an upper body injury. It doesn't matter. Smelling salts, he's out, he's out, and he's playing. Uh, we don't do that anymore. But I don't think that's what we're talking about here. I think we're being sensitive to uh, this situation, and maybe for good reason. But at what point in time do they have to forfeit? You Mark, know, like, thanks it, for calling, man. I, I got I to gotta wrap you up, but I understand what you're saying. I appreciate it, buddy. That is Mark, 780-496-0063. More with John Shannon when we get back. All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. After two, the Jets lead the Maple Leafs 3-2 in the second period. Chicago and Detroit tied 1-1. Penguins up 1-0 on Philadelphia. Crosby with his 17th. Panthers and Lightning 1-1. Hurricanes leading the Predators 3-zip. Trocek has his 17th of the season. Sabres up 3-2 on the Capitals. Anders Bjork, who was in the Taylor Hall trade, has scored his third goal of the year. Oh, it's now 4-2 for Buffalo. 4-2 for Buffalo. Uh, Rangers up 4-0 on the Devils after two. Devils with just 12 shots on goal. Bruins lead the Islanders 2-1, seven and a half to go in the third. Edmonton Oil Kings in Lethbridge tonight. That'll start in about half an hour. Baseball, the Blue Jays on the diamond against the Kansas City Royals today. As the Blue Jays bring in a record of six and six, Royals are six and four. Royals lead at one nothing. That is in the middle of the second inning. And as we've been discussing, no Oilers game tomorrow in Vancouver postponed as the Canucks given more time for their return to play after the COVID outbreak on the team. Well, getting a lot of feedback on this one, I'll just read a few of your text messages. And again, if I can't get to yours specifically, I, I do read it and I, and I thank you for getting involved in the show. And sometimes your 
you know, there might be multiple messages with the same sort of sentiment. So I might just read one and realize that could also maybe, maybe cover off yours. Phil says, obviously COVID is a serious concern. Why do the coaches wear masks, but players like Kachuk and Dreisaitl skate around with mouth guards hanging out, flapping around in the breeze, even absent COVID that is unhygienic. May as well tar- tell Brad Marchand that licking is okay. Interesting one. Uh, Jason says, just curious, if 22 members of the Oilers catch COVID three weeks from now, will they postpone the playoffs to accommodate the Oilers? I think sacrificing all other teams because one was unable to control an outbreak is ridiculous. Vancouver should forfeit those games. That is from Jason. Eagles Larry says, Vancouver needs to forfeit. They can't make up 19 games in 27 days. It's stupid. Forfeit and move on. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, Brian says, goalie doc made a good point. Not having the Oilers exposed to the Canucks might save the Oilers from the virus closer to the playoffs. If the Oilers caught COVID before the playoffs, then what happens? Maybe this is a blessing. And somebody else simply says, this is ridiculous to me that people are even debating the league's decision to postpone this game. And uh, finally, Walter says, personally, I wouldn't have had a problem with NHL teams getting vaccinated first. It's about 30 players and coaches per team. So only 210 vaccines total that wouldn't have stopped healthcare workers and the elderly from getting vaccines. Pro sports is supposed to be an escape from real life, but we're now losing that escape. Interesting perspective there from Walter. Would have been more than 30 people per team, but uh, uh, that is an interesting one from Walter. Okay, uh, again, tons of feedback. I appreciate it. I want to get John Shannon onto the show uh, our NHL insider, who was one of the guys uh, breaking the stories this afternoon about, first of all, the game being postponed. John, uh, thanks, for, thanks for checking in, man. How, how have you been today? I'm great, Reed. You know, I'm really, I'm doing, doing well. I, it's, I, I love. It, it's fascinating to hear the comments of Oiler fans, predominantly Oiler fans, because uh, I spent most of the day, and you'll get a kick out of this, on Vancouver radio, listening to the comments of Canuck fans that are almost the exact opposite of what the other fans were saying. <laughs> so so right. it, it, it gives you the perspective to understand that in the end, this it, nobody can look through, you know, the, the proper colored glasses in order to be, to get the fair opinion. I asked the question actually today, uh, a few times on radio in Vancouver saying, well, what, what if the Canucks were first in the division rather than sixth? What would the opinion be then? We got to get back and play. We got to. We got to be ready to go. You know, we're going to win the division. When you're not, when you're, you know, how many points out of out of fourth place? It's not as important to play the games. We're more concerned about player safety than anything else. So it's. Uh, it depends. Uh, it depends on what your uh, your personal opinion is of where your hockey team is. Is I think bigger, probably more important than anything else. Yeah, I, I think you make a good point. And I, I will also say, and I and John, I know you guys have, you and I have talked about this a dozen times, but it, it, it keeps coming up. And that is the whole, how do you possibly get the Canucks to 56 games? Like, are we going to see a major revamp tomorrow of the schedule? Are we going to see more games in that second, third week of May? I, I don't know if you're hearing anything about that. Well, uh, if, if, I mean, most of the games the Canucks are supposed to play have already been rescheduled. You know, it's, it's not really an issue. I mean, they, they, right now, um, and, and it's not a, a hundred. It's not official, official from the NHL uh, perspective. But the Leafs are going to play Sunday, Monday, 
the, uh, the Canucks uh, have a total of 10 games that need to be rescheduled, and nine of them have dates already. The only one that doesn't have a date is the Oiler game tomorrow night, which has already been moved twice, right? Uh, so so the, the NHL, uh, by allowing the schedule to go all the way to the 16th of May, uh, has has put in a, a, enough dates that uh, every team is going to get to 56 games. Okay, so... Uh, I mean, I almost don't know where to go next. This, this, the sentiment that, and again, part of this is, you know, I'm getting this from listeners, so I'm asking on their behalf as much as for my own curiosity. Sure. But, but uh, the sentiment that, okay, other teams had COVID, other teams got a target date to come back, and they came Mm -hmm. back that date and they played. What makes this different? There's now a further extension. Uh, Two things, in my opinion. First of all, the length of this um, uh, uh, break, this pause for the Canucks, is longer than any other pause that we've seen. Uh, Montreal's break was eight days. They had one practice and played the next day. Uh, Buffalo and New Jersey were in the two-week period, three practices and played. The Canucks are 23 days. The other aspect of this is the severity of the illness in Vancouver with the variant. Uh, and, and in talking to a few people in and around the organization, there are a few players on this club that got whacked and whacked big time. Um, and so in COVID protocols, and, and, and you have to trust your, your medical people on this, they're, 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 they were in a lot more distress, I think, than, than people realize, players and coaches. So you combine the two things, not just regular regular COVID, but the, all these new variants that we're hearing about. We're hearing about them in Alberta. We're hearing about them here in Ontario. Or we've heard a lot of about them in, in British Columbia. So those two things alone create a, a dilemma. Really, in many ways, though, with the taxi squads and with the ability to bring players up, um, what we're talking about is, is is player conditioning period. So to have the Canucks off for 23 days and say you got one practice and play uh, is something I think that uh, that the league and the players' association and the medical people today agreed to and said yes. You know what? That's fair. You're right. Uh, um, the, the other aspect of this read is, um, and you and I have discussed this a ton of times the learning curve on what has happened in the national hockey league this year and in any sport and hey in any line of work when it comes to this virus the learning curve is steep and changing on a daily basis so what we knew on monday we may know more tomorrow and 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 you know there's there's no there's no giant playbook in Gary Bettman's office in New York that says, page 62, how to handle a virus, how to handle a pandemic. They are flying by the seat of their pants, as the rest of us are and have been for the last 13 months. So this is the one time, in my opinion, this is the one time that we all have to be patient, we all have to be compassionate, 
And we all have to understand that we're, everybody is doing their best and everybody's trying to keep everybody safe and yet try to maintain a level of competition that is fair to all 31 teams. Now, do you get any sense, I, I think Drager put something out this afternoon, that some Canucks players might not be able to come back, though, this season? Uh, I, I, I have not heard that. But we all know of people in our neighborhoods and people, you know, in the suburbs uh, and somewhere in uh, around the country that COVID affects them differently than they that would affect us. And so you have to be understanding about that as well. You know, I mean, listen, and the best example to me of this is if you look at the COVID list even today, um, you know, and, and, and this one actually had an effect on the Oilers. Joel Armia, Joel Armia in Montreal, really got whacked by the by the virus, and it took him two weeks to get off off the the, the COVID list. Uh, Ritzelainen in Buffalo got whacked heavily. Ralph Kruger, the old Oiler coach that you know got fired in Buffalo, he got really whacked by it. These guys are physically fit, and and so how do you measure that? How do you figure that out? And that become that that's that, that that's the challenge of this this virus and this disease, is that affects everybody just a little bit differently. So again, learning on the fly. Um, w- w- the other thing, and I would say, and, and this is not a knock at Darren because Darren's a great reporter, is that what you don't want to do is create a level of concern and panic, because we just don't know how people come out of this at, at any point. We don't know. Is there concern? Absolutely. You know, I talked to one guy today that is saying, I didn't, I mean, I was, this, this thing is horrific. Horrific what I've gone through the last week. Um, but I feel better today and I think I can get through it now. So you, you, you just don't know how it affects you at any which time. I mean, that, and that's the problem with, the, with this virus. John Shannon joining us on Inside Sports. It's six forty-six. He's our NHL insider. We're discussing the. No, I, I'm now a virologist. I'm a, I'm yeah. a virologist <laughs> now. Reed. See, I I, I I joke about this. You know, through two lockouts, I become I became a lawyer and an actuary, and now I'm a virologist. It's, uh, well, and I I just wanted to be a guy that's you know sat on a chair and talked about hockey, but you know, that that doesn't seem to work out that way anymore. Well, we'll we'll have ample time to do that. So, <laughs> no, uh, no, you and I, I believe, um, are both. And I, I, John, if something official has come down in the last while I've been on the air and I've missed it, I'll apologize to you. Uh, I don't think I've seen anything, but you and I are of the belief that the Oilers game will now be at five o'clock on Saturday. Is you think that's one of the rescheduling uh, tidbits we'll get tomorrow? I do because I I don't think what the NHL wants to do is put out 17 emails. You know what? Uh, I think what they want to do is put out one, uh, and 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 it will address um, it will address when the Oilers play on Saturday. It will address when the Maple Leafs and the Canucks play Sunday, because that will be a national game Sunday night uh, for Sportsnet uh, between Vancouver and Toronto. So they have to from that time out. They have to then move other games uh, possibly out of that window in Canada. I haven't checked the schedule that, that, to that detail. It's, it, it's, it's, this, is a, this is such a domino effect of, of times uh, that, that has to happen. There, you know, the, 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 big, the main window for Saturday night hockey is 5 o'clock Mountain Time. 
Uh, and so, uh, and, and right now, um, Hockey Night in Canada only has one game, and that's the Oilers in Winnipeg. And so um, I've been told by people in the know that, yes, the game will probably go at, at 7 o'clock Eastern time, 6 in Winnipeg, which is 5 in Edmonton. All right. I'll, I'll throw you the the uh, get out of jail free free card question here at the end. Did I miss anything important? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't think so. Uh, you know, I, I I think that uh, you know what it what it does. The Canucks in the end will have had ten games that have been postponed uh, when this is all over. And when you think about ten games of a fifty-six game schedule, that's boy, boy, that's a really, really. Uh, steep hill to to climb in a short period of time. That's about what six, seventeen percent of your schedule. Um, the fact that they're going to get it all done by the sixteenth of May is, in many ways, a a, a miracle. Uh, is it fair that they have to play nineteen games in thirty-one days? No, it's not fair. But uh, last I checked, in the last fourteen months, there isn't very much that's fair anymore, Reed, and we just have to be patient. Okay, John. Well, we'll talk Saturday. We think uh, probably between 3.30 and 4.30 in the afternoon once that game is, is moved to 5. Thanks for hopping on tonight, man. I know you had a busy day, but I really appreciate it. No problem. Anytime, Reed. Happy to help. That is John Shannon, our NHL insider, going over the Canucks COVID situation. Tomorrow's postponement of the game against the Oilers. Edmonton still scheduled to play in Winnipeg on Saturday. 780 0063 is how you get in touch. Uh, Chad says, uh, hi, Reed. This is a bit of a long text. Sorry for that. I just want to weigh in on what I'm hearing. I'm a diehard Oilers fan, and I want to see my team play as much as the next guy, but is there seriously no sympathy for what these people are going through in Vancouver? Chad goes on to say, I'm embarrassed to be an Albertan with the anger I'm hearing. It seems these people who are angry are likely the same people who don't believe COVID is very serious. Just because these men play in the NHL does not mean we as fans have any ownership over their lives, their health, and their safety. They have families, wives, kids, dependents who are all at risk, and it was almost the entire team infected. Let's all take a breath and show some compassion. The hockey will be played eventually. That is Chad C. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Texting in. Okay, I got to take a break. It's 6.50. All right, on the Certainteed Hotline, we have Michael standing by. Michael, you got about 90 seconds, buddy. Go ahead. 90 seconds. Okay. Yeah, geez, 90, 9 zero. Okay. How much are they paying you over there? I was waiting for like 15 commercials there to pay your wages. But well, anyway. it doesn't bother me. Uh, I was just wondering about uh, like what John Shannon was saying about uh, it's a steep learning curve with this uh, steep learning curve with COVID. Like, well, that's the thing. Like, are, is the NHL going to learn something from Vancouver's experience? Like, like how does Vancouver end up with 20-some players getting COVID and Edmonton has none when Alberta's numbers positivity rate is is rising you know what i'm saying 
like is there going to be some kind of investigation like how it started that it spread throughout the whole team so other teams can say okay let's not do what vancouver did well, yeah, I think from what I've heard, they have, they have an idea how it started. I don't think they want to publicly shame anybody. I, I do, th- I mean, I do think they announced Adam Gaudet as the first player who who got it, or somebody reported that. But uh, yeah, we'll see, Michael. Thanks a lot for checking in. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. A couple people asking me about the playoffs. Look, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like if they're gonna crossing the border for the Canadian team. I, I don't know. I mean, we know what the plan is right now for the playoffs. The four division winners after round two play in the semifinals. I, I don't know if they're going to have to adjust it or the Canadian team might not be able to play at home. It's it's just, it's it's far too early to know. Okay, we'll call a quick timeout. We got the news and weather coming up. Uh, Pat Steinberg's going to hop on. We'll talk about this uh, this postponement a little bit on the Calgary Flames as well, who are staying alive in their playoff race. The champ, Jolita Mergenovich, on the show too. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.